Latoya. Ah, uh, I was her name. It's Latoya. Ha 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 ha. Latoya. It's her birthday. Ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Ooh 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 ooh. And this is what thirty nine looks like. I'm almost forty, y'all. Welcome, welcome, guys, to and welcome back. Welcome to the news and welcome back to the olds, um, to the Analog Girl podcast. This is your podcast for your 30-somethings and your 40-somethings, y'all. And we are on a quest. We're on a quest to get our analog lives in this digital-driven di- world. I am your girl. I'm your home girl. I'm your host, Latoya D. And I just want to say, I'm just super hype. I'm celebrating my birthday in Jamaica on a solo trip, my very first solo trip. Y'all know my anxiety levels was super high, thinking something was going to happen. But you know what? I'm just out here having a good time. I'm being safe. I'm getting a little tipsy. I'm eating good food. And it's a it's a beautiful view that I'm looking at right now um, off the balcony of my room. I don't know if y'all might even be able to hear the water. Oh, my God. It just sounds amazing. And it feels amazing here. And I feel great. And I am blessed to be able to bring in my birthday in Jamaica, bringing in 39, real sexy, real adult-like, you know? <laughs> And speaking of adult, like an adulting, um, my homegirl Jade from the Getting Grown uh, podcast is joining me today on this episode. So I, I think you guys will enjoy the conversations that we have. She joins me on the anxiety check-in and she also joins me in Tales from the Anxiety Zone. So um, I hope you guys listen all the way through. It's a great uh, conversation that we've had about um, using weed sometimes to cope with anxiety and who it might be best for and who not. Um, as for me, it's not, and also CBD oils and its effects and how it might even help people with anxiety too, as well. So, um, I think that's all I got to say to you guys. Oh, well, please remember to subscribe, rate, comment, wherever you listen, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, um, tune in, please. That really helps me out. Um, and also check out my website at theanaloggirl.com. Um, it's officially launching today, guys. So um, you're just you're getting an exclusive. But please check out theanaloggirl.com. When you get a chance, sign up for my email list, enjoy the website. It's wonderful. And enjoy the show. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. And let's just get into the check-in. Okie dokie. We're lighting up for the anxiety check-in. Always. How are you doing? We're lighting up for the whole episode. We're lighting up for the whole episode. You're good? We're lighting up for life. How are you, friends? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Guys, anxiety check-in is a little different this time around. This is anxiety check-in with myself and my homegirl, my homie, my ace, uh, Jade of all Jades. What up? From the uh, illustrious, wonderful, getting grown (laughs) podcast and the xd and jade or is it jade and xd it's whatever it's whatever <laughs> that podcast too this bitch does two podcasts at one time i do at the um, same damn time at the same damn time so welcome to the anxiety check-in thanks for having me sis you're welcome so first i hope you guys anxiety levels are low to non-existent um i'm gonna tell y'all right now jade's is because she's currently lighting up right now um Always. Uh, and I'm, she has some kind of special concoction where she puts lavender in her, in her pot. I do. So <laughs> she is very much, uh, her anxiety levels are very low and Thank she's you. grinning. 
<laughs> she's grinning. Um, so <coughs> I hope me, you I'm guys. <laughs> and if you if you guys' anxiety levels are not low, you know what we normally do. We normally do a little quick breathing exercise. Okay. So let's just do one in through the nose. Okay. And then you want to hold it. I think I just took in the weed. Um, and hold it and breathe it out. Mm. Exhale out through the mouth. And one more time in through the nose. And hold it. And then you just exhale out through the mouth. And usually we do a little audible. Uh, oh, come on, yoga. Mm-hmm. Yes, come on, bloga. So, guys, if you're feeling um, a little tight and unwound or wound up, um, you can just do those breathing exercises and do it the whole time you're doing. You're listening to me and Jake. They actually work. It does. I literally just like felt like a uh, calms you down. Yeah, calms you down. Nigga, deep I gotta do that. Deep breathing always makes you feel good. Always. I'm oh, sorry, I say nigga. Are it's your... fine. Okay, cool. I cuss and do all that. Great. I know, you know, nigga's not my word. It's not surprisingly, <laughs> actually. Surprisingly yeah. enough, that's not your... Nigga's not my word. I'm usually dropping F-bombs majority of the time. I mean, I got those too, but I do use yeah. a plethora I of... do say nigga. You do. But, but it's, it's not, not your it's word. It's not my word. It's my word. Yeah. <laughs> my word yeah. like some people have a problem with it but i'm like i mean you know yeah you'll be all right it's not mine um okay it's so how i keep my anxiety levels low okay <laughs> levels low <laughs> like your eyes thank you <laughs> um so anxiety check-in for me uh this week uh I, like i said i always feel like i'm talking to y'all about my cycle uh the cycle is here yeah. So, um, yeah. actually, I've gotten some relief. I get relief as soon as the cycle, like, arrives. So, I have not been feeling disassociated um, this week. I was feeling uber, uber, uber sad yesterday and day before yesterday. But it's like as soon as um, the cycle starts, I try not to say period because I know that I know you guys are out there listening. I don't want to mm-hmm. stress y'all out. They'll be all right. But <laughs> as soon as it starts. My menzies. My menzies, my analog <laughs> daddies. <laughs> You know, I know my analog daddies are listening to me and y'all get a little stressed when I start talking about this, the uh, cycle, but, um, it start. it came down yesterday and actually it, um, those, the, the levels went away. Um, and then I went to the gym this morning and I sat in the sauna. So I've been doing that and that also really like helps me out. So I did that and I don't feel the sadness anymore. So some, someone else reached out to me. I forget the name of the girl who DM me, but. That is one of the things to do um, when you know that your cycle is coming um, and you're starting to feel sad. Hit the gym, hit the sauna, mm. deep breathing. It's uh, It helps me out. So um, let's see, what else for an anxiety check-in? Oh, so I'm going on my first solo trip. Yeah, you are. I'm so hyped for you. Because your girl's birthday is in a couple days. Yes, it is. So when y'all are listening to this, I think y'all would have already celebrated my birthday and it probably PayPal me money or cash out me money <laughs> or Zelle or uh, what's the other one? Uh, a Venmo. Hello. Put you know, you've probably you already. Yeah, you've probably already done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, um, I'm a little stressed about going away by myself. Don't be. Um, I don't want anybody to try to kidnap me. Well, you know, just stay safe. Yeah. So you know. I'm thinking I'm going to stay on the resort. That's it. Um, yeah. I, I want to meet people in like ha ha kiki, but not so much. Yeah. You know, you on know, the resorts, you know, I don't know. I like to go where the people are, but I also have to, I know you have to be aware as a single woman. Yeah. Traveling. Yeah. People know. Yeah. So, you know. And I don't want my anxiety to like fuck up the trip though you know what i'm saying where no. it's like i feel like i've closed myself off and not mm-hmm. met anybody 
because I think everybody that approaches me or every white person is a terrorist, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, because they're, listen, and they shoot up places. <laughs> and I mean, I'm just going by what I see in the news. This is not me uh, stating like, false things this no. is what i've seen in or the trying news. to be politically correct I yeah mean, it is what it is so um yeah well, so i'm getting hyped i'm getting a little hyped, I'm hyped for you um for that and it is giving me a little bit of anxiousness i have yet to pack and usually that's what happens when i do get anxiety it's okay. like procrastination i like when it's really high i do nothing yeah what do i what do i do with I, I think I go to I try to go to sleep. You when you're anxious? Yeah. Really? I think I'm like, Outside of smoking? Or I, well, I just I smoke all the time. <laughs> smoke when I'm anxious. I smoke when I'm not. But I do. You know what? You're right. Actually, because even my husband will tell like if I'm like in a mood and I'm like just trying to do everything. Yeah. He'll be like, "Girl, just go roll up." Yeah. Just, <laughs> you just go roll up. I'm one of those different girls where. Um, I wish I was one of those girls that who gets so anxious. Like Takia. She could be super anxious but bust out like a fifty page novel. That is me as well. Like it's about so sometimes I just need to just I need to I need to shut down. Mm-hmm. So I gotta just go get in the bed and mm-hmm. I can't just I can't. Mm-hmm. And that's rare because I don't really have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. The other side does too much. Mm-hmm. So I be doing the most. I don't yeah. bust out a 50-page paper, but I may bust out a 50-course meal <laughs> and- or go, you know, just clean for Jesus. Now, I will see. I won't clean because, I mean, that's why I told y'all I be having um, the, the garbage be at my door for like seven days. Because you just be down. It's just trash. It's it just happens. <laughs> it's it just happens really sometimes, trash. And I get super, because with, with my anxiousness comes like... The procrastination and then the procrastination makes me feel bad about myself and mm-hmm. then me feeling bad about myself then turns into depression. So it's just a whole heaping lot. I'm procrastination patty. Okay. <laughs> so a nigga stays anxious. <laughs> like, damn bitch, you got twelve things to do in thirty minutes to do. <laughs> so what's your uh check in for this week? How you been? Um, I've been I've been good. I've been sick, so that's but the check in and I think, I think me being, so Noah, you know Noah, Noah she makes she an appearance always, she on comes every show. On every show, every show, <laughs> Noah makes an appearance. And I am not exempt. I am not exempt. You're not. She's, I love it. Now she's here on Analog Girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think uh, my body was talking to me this week, and mm-hmm. it said, "If you're not gonna sit down, we're gonna make you sit down." Mm-hmm. So my check-in this week was that even though I had a ton of things to do, I got back from L.A. Key and I spoke at the um, Women and Femmes of Color Conference. Shout yes. out to Cal State. Ow. Um, I got back. I had a catering immediately. Had to go to work. Get right back into routine. Mom, wife. And then my body was like, nah, girl. Mm-hmm. And for three days, I was down. And I had to cancel every plan. Mm-hmm. I had to cancel every office appearance whatever I needed to do I had to cancel it because I had to listen to my body and yeah. I think that was my check in yeah. listen to your body yeah. because she will she, she's going to break down on you if you don't take care of her that is one thing that you definitely need to do is listen to your body that's it Um, even when you're being lazy listen to your body that's it and I <laughs> like, wasn't being lazy no I'm talking about me for oh. myself <laughs> Listen to your body, Listen Toya. Listen to your body. But you do. You went to the sauna. I did. That's listening to your yeah, body. I did. And I realized that you're laying up, you're doing you. nothing. Yes. Like, so. get up. So, yeah, you definitely have to listen to your body. Um. So, uh, let's see. Do we have anything else to talk about? Oh, 
So the school, the shooting. Oh, it's yeah. so sad. I know. I saw that because I follow the twins. Oh yeah, because you he know I'm friends Tamaga. with um their cousin Jerome, who was also on the yes, show. He was. He was on the show, and he is um, one of my good friends. Um, so I was like feeling very sad for them. Um, I feel very bad, you know. Aside from any personal feelings about any political anything, yeah, you have to put that to the side when things like this happen because they're tragedies nonetheless, no matter who they happen to. Mm-hmm. And what did I see? Was it 312 mass shootings this year? I mean, I believe it because I remember, like, last year was some astronomical number at, like, April. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's like, we can't get our shit together. Mm -mm. You don't see this many mass shootings anywhere else. Not saying they don't happen, but you don't see them like this. Not at the frequency. I mean... We're, there's mass bombings that we're doing. There are yeah, th- that we're doing. That Hello, we're doing. America, the great trash yeah. box. So I mean, it's just like I guess that's our thing here in U.S. In the U.S. is um, mass shootings, and um, it was just so sad even to see that there was a Las Vegas shooting mm-hmm. victim who actually ends up dying. Which I didn't know until you told me. I was like, what? That's nuts. So. The, the the reason why I brought that up is because, like, I'm super paranoid already. Like, the anxiety levels, the, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know. Like, the more it keeps happening, I think we're becoming so desensitized to it. It's like, when we come out, we go out and we're drinking. It's mm-hmm. like, we'll never, you know, it just hits you. Just you just don't think about you it. You just don't think about it. So, for me. But I be looking for them exits. Bitch, every time. <laughs> like, every time I come go in places, I'm looking at exits like, mm, okay, yeah, all right. I know I don't come off probably as the most anxious person in the world because mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I do pretty good with it. I have my moments like every single person. Mm-hmm. But I'm, full disclaimer, full disclosure, should I say, I am actually very paranoid about a mass shooting in the place that I am. Really? So I don't necessarily go out to restaurants or the bar sitting there being like, at any moment, but literally, like, I'll be on a train and I, I just brace myself every time I get I on I think a train about that too. Because you're the... You're closed. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not. That's not making things better for people who do have that kind of anxiety. But I have it. No, I and I think it. it's a. Th- I honestly think it's a form of for us in the United States PTSD for a lot of us. Yeah. You know Even if mean? we've never technically been in one. No, we're experiencing them. Like, we're seeing it on the news all day long. We're watching the people crying, you know what I'm saying? Like, with 9-11, with us in New York, we already, you know, we even we knew yeah. someone who passed away or was connected to somebody in some shape, way, form, or fashion. Even sending my kid to school every day, like... Yeah. I, you know, I'm like... Especially sending kids to because school. Because we have a problem here with that. So, it does get... Um, it does get a little overwhelming, but what I try to tell myself is that, well, I do tell myself is there's still good people out here. And there's Absolutely. still, you know, these nuts. We outnumber these nuts and these idiots out here that's doing hopefully. this type of shit. Hopefully. <laughs> like, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully like, we do. <laughs> like, it's just absolutely insane. Because um, I'm the paranoid old black lady who'd be like, mm, something shifty in his eyes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Don't let me see somebody with a black trench coat Listen, and some like black combat boots. Girl, I'll be like, now that's the starter pack. Me and Tristan used that to is stay a shoot watching up starter Criminal pack. Minds. Yeah. Did you watch Criminal Minds back no, in the day? Oh, we did. Won't do, it probably don't sit me well. It and don't sit with me well. You And it wouldn't. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, every time we'd be out, we'd be like, mm, look at him. That's an unsub. That's an unsub. <laughs> and we'd start describing him. Like what he did, how many people he got in his basement. <laughs> Yo, I can't. I can't. It's just like so overwhelming. But it is. I think that we just need to stay in a good headspace and just always just always thinking that. Good always. You know, the it good just always it just, it's not it, it doesn't do you any good to sit the, sit in the fear. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to not sit in the fear. So I think just finding mechanisms, whether it be, okay, let me try to be as alert and aware as possible Mm -hmm. and as prepared as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. Although who can really prepare for something like a mass shooting? But let me just be alert and aware Mm -hmm. and at the same time try to find that balance or find that remedy, whether it be therapy or weed Mm -hmm. or whatever that helps you to not continuously focus on it. So I think finding that balance is really hard for a lot of us, Mm -hmm. but there are ways in which to do it. Yeah. So with that being said, I guess in our anxiety check-in, y'all, we just going to be finding some balance. Let's find some balance. Let's find balance. Toya D., who was living a life of complete and utter trash, y'all, spending money frivolously on clothes, food, and bottles of wine that could be finished in one setting alone, ghosting Sally Mae and never paying a bill, y'all, going back and forth in relationships that were called situationships, a what? Going from one dead-end job to another, struggling with racial and social anxieties in the workplace. Nature finally took its course. On March 1st, Toya D. woke up in an apparent dream world to which she calls the urban matrix and was left to figure out the true meaning of life and human existence. Join the journey on the quest to live fabulously, shamelessly, bold and fearless and confident with mental health in the anxiety zone. Uh, So Tales from the Anxiety Zone. Welcome. Thank you. You want to know why I call it Tales from the Anxiety Zone? Why? Because I used to watch Twilight Zone all the time. Me too. And um, I had the movie and everything. Yes, like I loved it. I loved it. And then when I started bugging out in March and had that nervous breakdown, a bitch felt like she was in the Twilight Zone. Okay, well then at that point, <laughs> that's when shit gets too real. And so, <laughs> so I just, I was like, I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. That was what I was always saying. So then I was like, oh, it's the anxiety zone. Because mm-hmm. when I found out all the things I was going through, was symptoms I like of that. anxiety. I like that. So that's where that came from. So welcome to the Anxiety Zone, Jade. Um, we're telling our tales. Um, for those of the people who don't know who you are, let them know who you are. What do you do? Where are um, you from? I am Jade. I'm of all jades. Of all jades. <laughs> of all jades. Of all jades. That comes from somewhere because I have 100 jobs. Oh, yes. I have two catering companies, a nine-to-five uh, in which I work for a celebrity, which that's not a normal nine to five. No, you never go home on time. N- not even just that. <laughs> like they're just interesting people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a child, a five year old, so I am a mother. I'm a wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I speak on many microphones many times. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, I grew up all over the place. I'm from everywhere. I'm from New York and. I lived in Texas for some time mm. and Boston for a couple of years. I didn't think I know about Boston. Because, you know, it's like for what? 
<laughs> like three years. <laughs> no sense in putting that on the resume like, at all. I mean, and like why? My homes are New York pretend. City, Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn yeah. specifically, um, and. Houston, I hold a special place in my heart. Mm. And then New Orleans as well. My family lives in New Orleans. Okay. Yes, yeah. I do know that. My family you guys were in New Orleans, Orleans like last year for like a family trip. A couple right? months ago. Oh, was it this End oh. of the summer. Oh. I know. Because the way yeah. the year the way my year was set up. Listen. <laughs> I know. Me too. Same thing. <laughs> that shit was a couple months ago. I felt like it was like two years ago. I feel like it was two years ago. <sighs> But yes, yeah, we were there at the end year. of the summer taking a little family trip. So New Orleans has a special place in my in my heart. But that's who I am. Wonderful. And I love you. And a complete 420 advocate. Obviously, yes. Cannabis advocate. President. <laughs> so, CEO. you know, um, people have been telling me that this is the thing. Like some people, they have grief for anxiety yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not not for me. It might. I think it, fit, it works for certain people. But I think the ones who have panic attacks, people who have Doesn't panic attacks, mm-hmm. it is not for. And or heart conditions. Or, or heart conditions. Also, and I'm not one of those people that's, um, like, I'm an advocate in the sense where if it is something that you want to do, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I'm an advocate where this is what I like to do. These are the benefits to me. You know, this is what I get from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can only speak to my own experience. I never try to, like, just sway people into it, though. Yeah. I think that's dumb. Like, we're grown. <laughs> like, if it don't work for you, don't work for you. I don't right. drink like crazy. I used to, but I don't mm-hmm. drink a ton anymore. And don't try to make me. Like, if I say I don't want to do shots, I don't want to do shots. Word. But you <laughs> know what you will drink, though? That fruit punch, I will never mm. you forget you. Like, they had a, a, a weed infused fruit punch for jade at one of her live shows <laughs> i'm gonna tell y'all like it was like a mason jar full of this fruit punch <laughs> i looked at the stage you did the, the mason jar was full it was i went to do the questions <laughs> for like maybe 15 minutes yeah i maybe turned 20. back around the damn mason jar was empty. I mean, like, you literally was, like, polishing off that last... I was, and it was delicious. <laughs> and I was like, how is she even it standing? Was so good. And it had me just feeling wonderful the whole show. Because <laughs> I had a... That particular um, show... Wait, no. That's a lie. That wasn't the one. It was the New York one where... Ooh, your girl had a rough weekend yeah. day. Mm-hmm. But the... The PA show was cool. But yeah, I did. I finished that. And it That's was great. Good. It had me where I needed to be. Listen, you were smiling for the rest of the night when we went and got that fried okra. Right? It, oh my God. Fried okra. It was the best You want to talk about getting out of some anxiety. <laughs> we'll get you a good batch of fried okra and some hot sauce. Okra. You'll forget so, everything. <laughs> so, but the weed definitely calms your anxiety. It calms down. me down. It works. Do you for think me. that that's why you started, or it was more like a recreational? Um, let me start. I started recreationally, and mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I do it recreationally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but I I found the benefits of it mm-hmm. so far, and then when I sat down with myself and was like, okay, why do I like to do this? Because you mm-hmm. need to know why you like mm-hmm. to do something so mm-hmm. that. You need to realize if you have a problem or something. Mm-hmm. Why do I like to do this? Well, it does calm me down. And I realize that when I am doing a lot, like, of course, I can function not high. Mm-hmm. But I function really well high. 
Really? And if I'm doing too much and, you know, I'm in, you can't smoke everywhere you are. Mm-hmm. So when I come home, that's how I decompress. That's how I like wind down and take a shower. I get high. And like, that's what really mellows me out for the night. Mm-hmm. And really, and you, you know, put the lavender in it. And I put the lavender in it. So, See, but that's levels. why I'm like, this might work for certain people. For me, I know it won't. Right. Because I do have the chronic panic attacks mm-hmm. um, and I've suffered with that from a, a young age. Right. So I know it doesn't sit well with me. But when it if it does, we sit well, if we does sit well with others or the people who are out there listening, there's some she puts what kind of lavender? Just lavender. I literally buy lavender buds like it's just literally straight up and down lavender okay. from the health food store. Mm-hmm. You can get it from um, a spice shop. If you live in New York, there are a bunch of, like, Indian spice shops in the city near all the Indian restaurants, like, on First Avenue, mm-hmm. like, Panatou and all mm-hmm. of that. So there's some spice shops around there. And you can buy big bags of lavender for, like, 5 to $8. And it's just a couple sprinkles, just a few Because, you sprinkles. know, at first I was like, is this bitch putting cocaine? Is she doing the Whitney? Never. That's, and <laughs> let me tell you, first, I like, I've never. And it's like, not, I have friends this? who have. I know. But not so, me. and it's like, this is becoming a normal thing for some people. But I was looking like, what is it? And it just makes so much sense to put the lavender. Because that's one of the, I use the lavender oils and stuff like right, that when I go to bed. Down. To calm me down. So, so it makes sense for people to use that. And, and some so people now, smoke CBD herbs. oil. Uh-huh. Do you use that? CBD. So. CBD. CBD. <coughs> excuse me. For those who don't know. Um, there's different, there's like two main components in marijuana. It's CBD and THC. THC mm-hmm. is what gives you the psychoactive, um, uh, it's the psychoactive part of the Psychotropic so, stuff. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you get high, mm-hmm. that's from THC. The CBD basically is what they use for a lot of medicinal stuff and hemp oils and things like that. The CBD doesn't get you high, so it has none of the psychoactive traits, Mm -hmm. but it does calm your body down. Mm -hmm. So essentially it gets your body high, but you don't feel it in your head. You don't feel like... Is that what the fruit punch was? No, the fruit punch was THC. Oh, the fruit punch was THC. I'm a THC girl. I get high. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know what everything is for, but I get high. Because I'm just trying to understand how the hell... You drink all that fruit punch. My mother hit me up, actually, because my, my mother is also not a fan. Like, really? She, oh, no. My mother is not. At, and I've been doing this a long time. And she's not a fan. <laughs> I, love, I believe that it works for certain people. It works for me. And the so, thing about it is I function on it. And I try to tell people, I'm like, if you know you don't function well, hi, mm-hmm. then don't, don't get do high it. and try to but function. And that's the thing. And that's why I was like, and it's so funny because our conversation totally was not supposed to be this, guys. But this is going to be the actually. topic. This is going to be the topic that y'all are going to listen to for the rest of this episode. So, so listen. Thank me. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So I was gonna thank say. You, thank me. Yeah, thank you. Thank me. Um. What I was gonna say was, for certain people like myself, it mm-hmm. is not for you if you are if you are a person who has panic attacks if you are a person who has intrusive thoughts and when i say intrusive thoughts i mean like bugged out ones like um i'm usually driving sometimes and i can see a whole car accident with myself in it happening like some stupid you don't say it's stupid shit like that but i have to tell myself girl that's the most ridiculous thought but it's anxiety you know what i'm saying it's It's anxiety and it's i have to say that to myself to To be like now that's asinine girl you know that's not gonna happen you literally just drove past the car it's not hitting you you know like you i have to step out of that those Mm. fears and break it break the fear down to foolishness 
so that I could go on with the rest of my day. That's, that's usually how I yeah. That's, that's usually real. how I cope with it. So um, I think we, don't we all do that to some degree, right? We'd be like, "Good, that's dumb." Yeah, yeah that's just yeah. Dumb. But then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like I walk into a room and um, I might assume that these people that I just saw looked at me and that they're they're talking about me mm. or they hate me or they don't like me and it's oh wow, you have those thoughts. All the time. Really? I feel like that around y'all sometimes. Like, I'd be like, really? oh, they hate me. Why? I don't know. We all love you. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it is. is I'll tell you that. absolutely crazy. So, I think for people like that who suffer with those type of anxiety levels, those type of social anxieties mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I'm not sure that it's the best move Um and full disclosure, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, when my panic attacks really started happening was when I smoked weed. And it first happened when I was 14, and I started panicking at that time. And oh, I was calling I on Jesus and talking in tongues. Oh, I told, no. told my friend Amina, rest in peace to her, I told my friend Amina. And she wasn't dead. No, no, she wasn't dead then. Well, she just passed away maybe like two years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she had breast cancer. Sad okay. thing. Um... So I told Amina, I was like, listen, you got to call my mother because this is the big one. <laughs> oh, my God, Toya. That just didn't help. <laughs> oh, my God. I did. I was like, you got to call my mom. This is the big one. I'm checking out. And so I was out on the streets. I was, I was, I walked up to this kid. This kid was drinking quarter waters at the time. Oh, And, ew. um. Yuck. Um, those are my joints. What do you mean, yuck? I know, and I used to be, but you know, you know, when you get older and you drink a quarter water, like it literally, like it's. I know they're it's nasty now, the but I was. It is the ghetto. <laughs> it's it's the, ghetto. the ghetto, and I was in the heart of the ghetto in Harlem, Same. bugging out on Second Avenue, One Twenty Second Street. <laughs> so this kid is with his mom, and the mom is like coming up to my friend, like, "Is she okay?" And I'm like, "I'm not okay. I don't know what's going on." Right? Like, oh my God. So I'm like doing all this crackheadish type shit. And so the kid is drinking the quarter water. And I'm like, I'm so thirsty. Girl, I snatched the quarter water out the baby's hand and start chugging it and squeezing it in my mouth. Don't know this kid. Don't know the kid. The kid was crying. So all I remember hearing is my friend Amina like, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I'll get you a quarter right now. Oh, I wish oh I wish Amina was still here with us to tell that story because she told it so well. But <sighs> she was just like, "Yo, I gotta get. I'm gonna get you the quarter, ma'am. I'm so sorry." <laughs> so then we all. So now <laughs> we walk in. I'm trying to fight her. It was just like all this bugged out stuff I'm doing. I punch her. She like, "All right, oh, girl, girl, ain't gonna be too many more sweet. punches." Yeah. Oh Jesus. So and the reason why I say that it had to have been that is because I had the experience again. Ah, you know what I mean, and okay. this was like medicinal, straight from the um the greenhouse like uh, place. So I was like the dispensary. So I was like, you know what, this is where I know um this shit ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I think my anxiety, and I've always been riddled with anxiety, mm-hmm. and I'm finding that out now with therapy. You know, and just processing all kind of abuse and shit that I've went through in my life that I've been riddled with that. So when you have sometimes somebody who, like me, who's an empath, mm-hmm. that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. I feel everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why it just don't fucking sit well with me. You know, and that's, I think that's a lot of people, what a lot of people need to do is figure out what works for them and what doesn't work mm-hmm. for them. And then the people who try to advocate to other people, like you just need to, 
maybe you need to sometimes it's a matter of figuring out a strain that works for you and sometimes there's some yeah. strains that don't and but who got time to be trying to figure out but then sometimes it's ju- right and then sometimes you you just need to realize it just ain't it's for, just you. for you and yeah. that's okay yeah <laughs> that's yeah. all right yeah or trying the i want to try the cbc stuff the but CBD. i'm mm-hmm. i don't know um i don't got time for mess ups i don't think cbd now i would because, CBD, that's because what it's called. i I'm not a doctor, so mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor at all. But mm-hmm. just from experience and what I know, I'm thinking it might be the THC. It might be those psychoactive things that are fucking with you because okay. that's that's all in your brain. Mm-hmm. But with the CBD, it might help you. It might help your body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there's ways. You don't have to smoke it. Like, you can... You can they drink CBD water. Yeah. There's creams like that literally just relax different parts of your body. Okay. So you don't get any of that. You literally don't get any of that. As long as it has no THC, you get you none, of, none that of that cycle. psychotropic no, stuff. None of, mm, none of it. Okay. So um, CBD is, it's, it's a move. Like I have, there's a lot of, um, my parents are really religious mm-hmm. and <laughs> join the, join the club <laughs> girl. <laughs> and <laughs> they have friends who are, you know, all their friends and everything. But my mother hit me up couple weeks ago texting me and she was like what's cbd oil and i was like who have you been talking to right. first of all but she she hit me up and she asked me and i i explained it to her very very clear like how i just told you mm-hmm. i was like it is the non-psychoactive um side of cannabis that you can use to relax your body um you know a lot of people use it for sleep um for anxiety uh for things like they like there's a ton of medicinal reasons mm-hmm. why people use a rheumatoid arthritis inflammation all kinds of things mm-hmm. um she i said why she was like because my friends take it and them and their son they all take it in like the oil before they go to bed or they'll do it in a tea mm-hmm. um and i wanted to know what it was and the, her friends are religious and so i know that for a lot of people it's a conscious matter or um you know or they feel like i can i can't with the weed we need to evolve out of that, okay? <laughs> like, I'm all the way cool with being like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. But, like, this whole, like, I'm going to go to hell if I smoke weed. Like, yeah. girl, well, then you think you're doing any better by going down the street and down in seven martinis, like, right after church? Yeah. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, don't get me started on that. That's a whole nother That's a whole nother. I know. I went off into a whole nother like, thing. But sin and all this Whatever. They they use it even is mm-hmm. what like they even use it and they don't have any issues with it because they know that it's literally just for certain issues that they have. And one of them has insomnia. Mm-hmm. The son has anxiety. Yeah. Okay. So like so they use it for different that. things. Yeah, and for sleep. Like mm-hmm. it helps them to go to sleep mm-hmm. and to relax. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that I might try it. I I'll get you a little I'll get you a little sample CBD like couple things. And then you play with those and see how they work for yeah, you. Yeah, like and a dab. Yeah, like it won't be, but again, you will not have... None of that mind-altering no, stuff. none of okay. it. You don't get high off CBD at okay. all. You don't get high at all. Okay. Like, that's why a lot of people like myself, who love, you know, who love THC, mm-hmm. because we like to get high. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, I don't really... Like, CBD oil is cool for me. Like, you know, if somebody gives me a little CBD honey, I'm like, oh, okay, my body feels nice. You know, I mix <laughs> a little CBD with my THC, so it's like, ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, girl, I'm floating okay. all away. Okay. Spaceships on bankhead, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, if you do straight up and down, you literally, you won't even know. You just know that you're feeling good in whatever capacity that you ingested it. Mm, okay, so now that you're nice and zooted. Always. <laughs> 
I was zooted from the, from the top of this episode. The top of the episode. <laughs> All the way to the bottom. All the way to the toenails. Um, so what are some of your stresses, your fears? Because you do walk around like, don't shit phase you. Which, you know, that's... Maybe. Or that is the perception. Um, a lot of stuff don't phase me, but <laughs> then some stuff does. Like, mm-hmm. I get real irritated with, um disrespect mm-hmm. and uh yeah i get really really irritated with like disrespect and microaggressions and passive aggressiveness and mm-hmm. i just don't like people who come at me wrong mm-hmm. and that's when i lose it mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but my fears i told you one of my fears is like that damn train somebody one psycho getting on that train and acting a motherfucking yeah. fool and i yeah. have dealt with people acting up. i had to kick a nigga in the chest one time on the train on the train oh kicked him right into a door at 125 because it's, <laughs> it's always a crazy nigga on the train stop <laughs> like, swiping these the niggas in people love mta they love buses and they trains do. like get in because once they in they're like i got free brain to go everywhere yeah, nigga as yeah. long as i know how to transfer i'm good they love mtas that's why I don't like DC. DC's weird. You have to like pay per transfer and Oh, and what if you lose your weird. damn car yeah, before you come uh, out? I'll be under stress. You want to talk transit. about stress and anxiety? Bro, DC transit system. <laughs> I don't know how that shit works. I'll be like, so what happens <laughs> if I don't have my car? I'm like, and can I can't I get, get to the blue line from the red line? Y'all don't connect? I can't you need to tell me I can't exit because I don't have my car? And like, it's going to be more money, like so, however many so stops I, I, I go. I jump the turnstile to get out. Like, this Nigga, is crazy. Yeah. I go from Brooklyn to the Bronx for 275. <laughs> Which is crazy now, but I go and for two seventy five. And you don't have to find your metro car to exit the sure train. Sure don't. I just tur- is... go through that turnstile and call MTA if I lose that joint. Yeah, it's an interesting setup. But I—that's one of my fears. Um, I also fear. I get a lot of so my mom put a lot like, she put a lot of fears in me. I think a combination of a shout out to all of our parents who've instilled right? all this anxiety because my mom is like the most. She's neurotic and like yeah. she's 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 not very trust trusting. Mm-hmm. So she's always like, "What you doing? What mm-hmm. you doing? What you doing? Mm-hmm. What you doing?" Mm-hmm. Instead of making you feel like certain things are normal or whatever. So I remember I'm gonna tell you a story and this. You know, sorry to your analog zaddies, <laughs> but so this is all very real stuff. So y'all just gonna have to deal with it. Like if you listening to this, then I'll, you got to learn what women are talking about. <laughs> What bothers us? What happens to us? You can't let it gross you out. You need to learn yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So I got my first yeast infection at 16. Wow. Okay. Off of some antibiotics. Mm-hmm. You know, because they... Yeah, because that's what they, they do. That's what they do. Yeah. Didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck. Like, okay. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out. The internet is just kind of popping. So, like, mm-hmm. I can look up and see certain things. So it's like yogurt. Bet. Put some yogurt down there. <laughs> like, I'm trying to do. I hope it was plain yogurt. It was plain okay. yogurt, not even vanilla. Okay. It was plain. <laughs> but I'm trying to do all of these things in order to not tell my mother I have a yeast infection because I know the minute I tell her, the very first thing out of her mouth is going to be, What you been doing? Yeah. And that was like, that was, it got to be too much. And I'm, now that I have a child, mm-hmm. you know. That I'm always I do that sometimes, and I have to check myself and catch myself when I'm doing it. Like, like oh girl, you got to fear like, with everything. Yeah? Like, what you doing? What what what, what mm-hmm, you doing behind mm-hmm, there? What you doing mm-hmm. underneath there? Because you like, know you, you you push that and you put that on on Noah. I put that on her, and then on top of that, 
I'm going to be stressed out to death. I don't want her growing up with that same anxiety that I had. And not to say that my mother didn't try to do the best job that she could, Mm -hmm. but I don't want her having that same fear all the time. And I can't control everything. Yeah. I cannot. That's a fear that I have. Not being able to control things that are not there with me. So even like I had my ex fiance cheat on me Mm -hmm. and call our wedding off. And, um, that was a really traumatic thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it puts, sometimes it puts fear in my marriage where I'm like, and I know my husband's not cheating. I don't even have those kind of fears with him. When he goes, I don't have, I don't, I don't have that with mm-hmm. him, but I do have those thoughts pop up sometimes. And it's those not often things he's thoughts. doing those intrusive thoughts where I'm like, he probably talking to a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> His phone go off at one thirty AM it's usually his dumbass friends in their group chats, but I'm like, who's texting you? Like, and I have to, and I don't always say it, but I have to like, che- sometimes I got to check myself mm-hmm. and be like, yo, you are bugging right now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Like I'm able to do that, but I know we don't all have the ability to do that. And no. sometimes I do let my mind like go wild. And that those are like those fears and those like traumas that have happened. And I've had, you know, other oh, really wow. worse things happen, mm-hmm. but those particular things like just growing up with a mother like that or having a huge traumatic episode where because ooh that girl that wedding shit I oh, know you've man. heard about it but like the, I didn't I hear had, about it I've talked about it on the show this nigga called the wedding off the week of my bridal you shower you know what you're right I do know this story the week of my bridal shower like <clears throat> people bought plane tickets invitations had gone out had a wedding dress we had a venue like everything was set and this nigga called the wedding off the week of the bridal shower. And, like, I'm just stuck there feeling humiliated, sick, disgusted. I feel like I'm mourning somebody, yeah, which you, is crazy. Yeah, but you're not, you are mourning. I you really were, felt like I've that lost, was like, grief. I hope pounds. you've dealt with that grief, though, so far. I have dealt with it, but I know there's still some, there's some still dealing that deal I need to it. do. Yeah. Just, like, some residuals mm-hmm. so that it doesn't impact how I move forward in the yeah. future yeah. or my my relationships mm-hmm. um but i do try to deal with it and not put it off and project yeah onto my you know onto my other like i try not to do that mm-hmm. um but it happens sometimes because i'm human yeah and i do have to i know that i have to deal with certain things and i'm sure that that's that trauma has instilled the fear girl for your in for your marriage sure. now yeah then i had sure. anonymous e- people emailing me with like pictures of them on dates and like trips and I find out this nigga has gone to Miami when he told me he was working for a weekend and there's bitches on his lap and then he has a whole secret Facebook page with like pictures with him and bitches in bathing suits and on beaches he had some simulated photo shoot of him and some bitch being naked with her (laughs) legs wrapped around like it was like all of these things that hit me and then it's on top of that it was him telling me that I wasn't what he wanted anymore physically mm. and like oh you gained a few pounds or why would you cut your hair all the way off or why yeah. would you, you know and it was kind of yeah. like well damn like yeah you lot. just took everything because he was very insecure in the top of our relationship and you just took all that projected it right back onto me and you did it successfully yeah because now I feel bad about myself mm-hmm. and so that really fucked with me yeah. really really bad that really fucked with me for a long so time so how did you uh aside from the pot <laughs> <laughs> Aside from the pot, <coughs> how did how did Jay deal with that? Like and come to terms with that. How I dealt with it was, um, I I had to just come out of it. Like, mm. you know, I did a little therapy, but I need to do a little more. Mm-hmm. But I had to kind of like 
shake myself out of it. And and I and I did all the classic fuck ups because even after all of that, you know, we still fucked around. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like that we came back to each other. The nigga came and visited. You know what? Because you know hard. what took me out Soul of it. Soul ties are very hard. They are to break. And that was like, and that's where years. you're triggered throughout the breakups, and Absolutely. you do have relapses. Oh, for and sure. And you gotta forgive yourself for the relapses because ultimately those relapses don't ever last because that person is always and forever will. He always was with be the girl he cheated shit. on me with. Yeah. So yeah. what took me out of it actually was um, when I had one of them relapses, and he came to visit me. He stayed at my house. Like we had plans. We went out to dinner. We did everything we did as a couple. He, we were in the car. He was on the phone with his cousin. And he was like, yeah, I'm just out here visiting my girl and da-da-da-da. And I was like... Wait, what? I'm not your girl, though. I'm not your girl. And then we went to the club. And I didn't know. Like I'm like, well, we came together, but like we're mm-hmm. not together. Do I dance with you? Like, am I free to dance with other niggas? Mm-hmm. Well, of course I'm free to dance with other niggas. But I don't... You coming home with me, I don't want to have a fight with you. Like, yeah. yeah. It was a whole thing. And... Literally, that's what took me out of it. I was one day. I was just like, you just see yourself. I was like, I'm not your girl, <laughs> like at all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not your. And you know what? I'm not gonna be your girl again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna be your side bitch. And I'm not gonna be the bitch you sneak around with. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna keep playing these games with my emotions. You're not gonna tell your family we together, and then you telling me behind the scenes we broken up or we taking a like. We're not gonna be doing all of this. Yeah. Like this is too much yeah. for me. I'm too old for this. Yeah. And that's when I I kind of I just cut him off, and I was like, I, I'm not doing this with you. And the next time he hit me up when I was pregnant, he came to my job. He showed up at my job. Mind you, he lived in D.C. Showed up at my job. Um, by this time, I was all, I was in my relationship because this is down the mm-hmm. line. And uh, when he saw me with somebody else, he didn't know what to do. Of course but not. But he hit me up, and I always answered his calls. I always went to him when he wanted to meet up, you know, whatever. And he was like, we need to meet up and talk. And I was like, no, I'm not going to meet up and talk with you. Yeah. And that was it. That's what really pulled me out. And I, and guess who's still watching my Instagram stories? I'm sure. Guess who's still <laughs> listening to probably what every I'm episode? Doing? His cousin hit me up talking about, oh, your podcast is good. Because they're all listening. So I'm like, bet. <sighs> <laughs> but that was a really big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that was, and, and that's kind of how I But you overcame that because you know some people... They they spiral and don't come back. I overcame it, but I have residual mm-hmm. residual things that come up where I'm like, okay, I have to deal with that. Yeah, I have to deal with that because I can tell that that is a residual reaction from that situation. And there's and probably still some healing that you probably have to do as far probably. as um, I don't even. I mean, I don't know about your self esteem. I feel you seem fairly confident, but if Thank someone you. has broken you, which I'm I'm dealing with because I realize that. Um, and I feel bad even saying it because pe- people, I don't know if my family listens or not, but um, my father broke me uh, ch- uh, to an extent of who I am as a person, mm-hmm. um, what I've done. There's just certain things that he has said that he, if I even mentioned it to him today, he probably wouldn't even fucking realize or remember. They don't have You know time. what I'm saying? That's the thing. So it's like, you think you've overcome that, but like, you know, and I think that I do have some confidence, but... Um, sometimes I think we do have to go back and like heal that person who we were at that age. Absolutely. When those words were um, 
ingrained. I know, because even now when I'll be like, Toya, you look fucking amazing. Yeah, you're like, I, I hate that it. picture. I hate it. I, I hate that. It. I hate that. I honestly don't see it like And you're gorgeous a to lot. me. I, like, you're gorgeous. There's times that I'm like, because I told me and Takiyah be like, I don't understand. And I just be saying the same thing about Takiyah because I just, because, you know. We, she do the same thing. She do the same thing. <laughs> she do the same thing. And <laughs> I just don't be seeing it. I could see myself in pictures and be like, this is awful. No. And that's <laughs> not what we're seeing at all. That's how I see it. And it, let me tell you something. It's if I shave my head, I'd look like one of them goddamn uh, what's that shit called? Them Poland spring things on top of the water cooler at work. That's what I would look like with a bald head. So rejoice, my sis. I, I do my best. I do my best to rejoice. I really do. You but are yeah. beautiful. You are beautiful inside. Me and Fran even, we were like, yo, Toya is one of the funniest people. I love Fran. Ever. Like we we had to go back and like reminisce <laughs> on how much you had us in stitches. So you talk about people talking about you. That's how people are talking about yeah. you when you're not there. Yeah. Toya's gorgeous. I told Noah when you were gonna come over, I was like I was like, Auntie Toya's coming over. She was like, Toya <laughs> I said, You remember I said she's the one who doesn't have any hair. She looks like the Dora Milaje. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, so that's how people are thinking about you and i know it i know we don't always see ourselves the way other people see us but and that's what just made me think about how you were saying that you know the guy in uh took all his stuff and like made you believe everything he felt about himself and so that's what i've been learning is that my father did the best he could but he was projecting whatever everybody else was telling him when he was a kid onto me yeah you know and that's why we gotta we gotta like really be cognizant as parents Mm -hmm. to because we do carry a lot of what just just out of like it being ingrained in us Mm -hmm. and being taught to us through behaviors and we have to be really aware of ourselves Mm -hmm. that we're not passing that on and bringing that down and i talk about it all the time on getting grown but i talk about it because it's so real yeah it's very real it's like and even even outside of being a parent when you're in relationships Yep. And your friendships. Yep. Because yep. how many times can your friends be haters? Right. Like right. your friends could be haters and friendships have ended. Um, I don't talk to my niece anymore. Mm-hmm. Me and her were like super tight. I honestly can't even remember the fucking conversation as to why. Like I, I vaguely remember why we stopped talking, but I think we both were projecting. Mm-hmm. Um her issues she was projecting on me, my issues I was projecting on her. And it's just like, you know, I feel like it just in everything in life, like we definitely need to like You don't wanna call her? Mm. <laughs> I, I mean I mean if you don't. I have a cousin like I don't that. even know if she would even receive me at this point. My cousin, she's, my mom hit me about my cousin and was like, What's the last time you talked to such and such? And I was like, Girl, nine years, girl, like <laughs> <laughs> What? You gonna call him? <laughs> no, because I don't care. But if yeah. you care, because if you're saying, you know, it, it depends on how you feel, though. I don't, I, I don't, I don't need to call I don't know that I'm grown enough mm. yet. That's real. You know That's what I'm saying? Real. I don't know if I'm grown enough yet to not take offense to the shit that she might say to me. Mm. It's real. When you know you, what I'm saying? When you want to have honest conversations You got to be adult. You got to be ready to receive <laughs> whatever You got to be, be an said. adult. And I don't know that I am... That's that's really honest grown enough Toya. for that yet. That's really yeah. that's really and honest. I still love her. I see her every now and again on social media, whatever. She's looking great. You know what I mean? Like I, she's like doing her own fitness thing. Honestly, everybody thinks we're twins. If wow. you saw her, you would immediately know that 
that was my family. Wow. Like, um, a lot, growing up all the time, people used to thought we were, we were twins. Um, so I, I still love her, still very connected to her uh, from afar. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's real. She might not be still connected to me. I don't know. But I'm still very much connected to her. But I don't know that I'm, like, adult enough to have a conversation that if she says something that offends me that I'm not going to. Well, you just got to get yourself there then. Yeah, I will, eventually. Yeah, you when you're I ready. Will. When mm-hmm. you're ready. I will. I just forgot what the fuck we were talking about. We were talking about <laughs> No, we were children. We were talking about fears and anxieties. Your daddy. And we and we did. We just touched on a whole lot of fears and anxiety. The conversation just went so well. I know. It just it just flowed. You know, I try not to hold my analog people too long because you know I don't want these motherfuckers <laughs> to click the Xbox. You know, know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, you know I'm I don't want y'all to click the Xboxes, you know what I'm saying? Because I know y'all got to go in and hear my affirmations and then we gonna close on out. <laughs> But Jade, it was just so nice having a conversation with you. Thank you for having me. I it was such a pleasure. Did you enjoy it? I really did. I would Do come like back analog anytime. Girl? I love Analog Girl Good. and I love the Analog Girl. So <laughs> yes. I love Toya very much in real life. Thank you so much for coming on. Um and Thank you for having me. You were such a you're such a blessing to have. Toya came in Thanks. my life uh via Kia. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't intended to rush. <laughs> she came in my life via Kia. And she is just one of the... I was talking about that, and then we'll, I'll leave your people alone. <laughs> All of the women that I've acquired in my life as a grown woman mm-hmm. in the past, you know, 10 to 12 years or whatever, have really been quality women. And the ones who haven't have fallen off mm-hmm. like bad eyelashes. <laughs> and the ones who stayed around have grown like really good ones Mm -hmm. and I have developed a really beautiful circle of women around me you Mm -hmm. included Mm -hmm. and I just want you to know that oh Jane don't cry though because that's weird I know I'm not I'm I'm gonna try not to but that is just so wonderful I just love when women just you know we bond really well. I do too. And Jay knows I'll women. punch a bitch in the face. Sure, and so will I. And Toya has proven true. <laughs> I definitely have. In a scene. She was like, what I was we, like, Jade, everything good? What, what oh, we got us? Whatever it is, it's whatever. Nothing but space and opportunity. She was like, TTG. Yeah, train to go. Train to go. So, yes, thank you so much thank for coming you for on the show. Me. Thank and I you, hope you'll come you. back. I will come back anytime you have me. Great. And maybe we'll talk about something else other than weed. I don't know if you guys are going to even exit. I don't even know if y'all listening anymore to me. <laughs> They're probably like, I'm sick of this shit. So the conclusion see. of this interview is if weed is, if it doesn't make you panic, go for it. Go for it. If you have intrusive and panicking thoughts and you be bugging out the way Latoya bugs out, stay your ass away from it. And stay away from the antiquated thoughts. Yes. That weed is like crack. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. Let's evolve. But you might want to try some CBC oils, which CBD. I'm going to... CBD. Why do I keep calling the CBC? <laughs> See, y'all might want to try some CBD oils. And I'm actually going to leave some information in the description box for y'all to research. Absolutely. Always research, guys, before you do anything. Mm-hmm. So we out. We out. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> So this week's affirmations, we are affirming peace of mind. And while I've been out here in Jamaica, I have just been relaxing and gaining clarity and getting some space. And it's been wonderful. So I thought I'd just share some affirmations I was using this week for peace of mind. Um, One is all I need to do right now is breathe. All I need to do right now is breathe.
Inside me lies a great reservoir of calmness. Inside me lies a great reservoir of calmness. I discover peace in those around me and respond to them with peace. I discover peace in those around me and respond to them with peace. Exhaling, I let my shoulders drop and become utterly relaxed. Exhaling, I let my shoulders drop and become utterly relaxed. I let go of anxiety and I embrace calm. I let go of anxiety and I embrace calm. So we're doing all of that this week. I hope you guys are letting go of your anxiety and embracing everything calm and cool and collected. I ain't going to hold y'all and I ain't going to let y'all hold me. Talk to y'all next week. Bye.